Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Renaissance Podcast. I am Jeremy Watkins, your host. Thank you so much for dropping in. I know, I know, I know, I know exactly what you're thinking. You just made an episode a couple weeks ago that said that that was the last episode. Well, I lied. And I hope that this brings happiness to you, that I lied. Not a lot of lies bring you happiness. (laughs) But, you know... I thought I was going to end this podcast to to do another podcast called the Classic Success Podcast, which I have and I have done and am working on. But where that podcast is geared more towards success, and I, I guess this one could be too, but the Renaissance Podcast has always been more about a psychological journey um, and explaining and exploring uh, mental patterns and behaviors and things of that nature. So the Renaissance podcast actually really helped me a lot. and And I know that it helped you as well. So, here it is, (laughs) another episode of the Renaissance Podcast, and let's get into it. I am going to talk about survival mode, and I I know I've done an episode in the past on uh, stuck in survival mode, and that was kind of just me opening my eyes to the fact of me being stuck or in a state of survival psychologically, physiologically, in survival mode. And I was becoming aware of this. Well, now I want to go deeper because I am a man whether you are man or woman, um, I believe that there are differences in how men are affected by survival mode versus how women are affected by survival mode. So I want to delve a little bit into the world of the survival mode of men. Because, well, I are one. (laughs) So, start off with some basics. Uh, What what exactly is survival mode? You know, I feel like that's one of those uh, hot button phrases, you know, and everyone's talking about it, but few people know a lot about it. That includes myself. So what exactly is survival mode? Survival mode is this state of psychological and physiological change where your brain 
is uh, in the in the process of reacting to survive a threat. Okay, so you can imagine. Let's imagine we're standing out in the field and everything's cool. We're watching the sunset. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a lion comes charging right at you. What is happening in that moment? You know, you your brain is registering danger. What are you going to do? There are phases of survival mode. You're going to fight, flight, or freeze. Okay? So, if in that moment you realize that you're not going to be able to outrun, but most of us are going to try to run. (laughs) I know I would run. And while it may seem hopeless, I am still running from this danger that is imminent death. (laughs) Okay? And my response is immediately to run. But what if your response is to fight? You know, what if your response uh, is running and then you realize running isn't helping and so your last-ditch effort is to fight? So you're going to stop running, you're going to turn around and you're going to face this thing head-on and you are going to fight literally for your life to the death one of you is going to die and then there's the freeze you know you're standing in a field everything is calm there's a slow breeze you're watching the sunset You're taking deep breaths, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this lion charges towards you. You are scared out of your mind. Your brain is pumping chemicals through your body. You don't know what to think, what to say, what to do, so you freeze. You do nothing. That is survival mode. Those same reactions that you have to this very imminent danger are the same reactions that you will have in your relationships, in your job. Okay? So let's use a real-life example. of relationships. Let's use an example of you feel like the relationship is going well and everything seems fine and then suddenly your partner changes behavior. Maybe is ignoring you. Maybe is not as loving, maybe is 
just ghosting or not or just being very distant you realize that it is a sudden change or it may have been even a gradual change but when you notice it you will flip into a survival mode mentally you're going to fight flight or freeze You will fight for the relationship or fight against your partner because your survival mode is ultimately fear, right? So you fear and your fight mode could... bring you closer together or force you further apart because what what are you fighting for in that moment when you're in survival mode when your brain flips over to this fight flight or freeze mode what are you fighting for and we're going to get into more details of why you would make either or decisions later but i'm just using these examples to kind of get your brain informed as to what survival mode is uh and then there's the flight response you know just like where you're in the field and you know there's a breeze and everything is calm just like this relationship you thought everything was going well you're calm you're happy, and then all of a sudden, there's danger. There's an imminent danger of something wrong in the relationship because your partner is not reciprocating, uh, not acting the way they used to, not you know being emotionally you know emotionally available. Whatever it is, whatever that imminent danger is in that relationship has triggered your brain to slip into survival mode and we've already went over the fight now here's the flight you know you 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 see this it triggers your survival mode and you run now running doesn't mean necessarily relieving the relationship running could just be doing nothing at all which i guess is kind of freeze in the fight flight or freeze but Really, you're running emotionally and mentally from the issue. Maybe you are, you know, you're emotionally running from your partner uh, because they are not exhibiting the qualities towards you that they were. So you are mentally running and emotionally running and an example of this would be, I always hear that women will leave the relationship mentally before they leave physically. And I'm sorry if you hear my stupid cats in the background. They are running around the house like crazy, <laughs> sounding like elephants. But anyways, I digress. Um, 
that and that I've heard this being said, you know, by a lot of women, you know, that they will emotionally and mentally check out of the relationship before they ever check out permanently from the relationship. And I have my little qualms about this and I could maybe get into that later or maybe get into it. Oh my God, these cats are insane. (laughs) Or get into it in another episode. But nevertheless, that is a flight response to this imminent danger in the relationship. And then there's obviously the freeze You know, where you are so scared that if you say something about what's going on, that it will make things worse. So you do nothing. That is a freeze response. Or maybe you think that if you just don't do or say anything about what's going on, maybe it'll get better. That is a freeze response. You see where... This whole survival mode in your mind takes place where it's the same reactions to different situations. The exact same reactions. So your brain can be trained to recognize dangers some people might be hypersensitive of danger and hypersensitive to the point where they think that one one little word or one little phrase or one little action from someone raises a million red flags and that one little incident will completely set off survival mode or will heighten the survival mode uh, because a lot of people live constantly in survival mode. And this is where I want to get into the survival mode of men. You know, we've already I've already talked about, you know, survival mode in relationships, but I want to discuss how how different men are from women, okay? Men are uh have masculine qualities. That means they think masculine uh or are supposed to, you know, uh, of course there are, uh, men who are more feminine, uh, and that is a whole psychological thing. Um, but when you think of a man, you know, you think of masculine qualities and what are those masculine qualities? Well, you know, uh, if you, uh, follow tradition, then you, would say, well, a man, a masculine quality would be a protector. A masculine quality would be a provider. What basically you would see a man uh, and a masculine quality, the most masculine quality of a man is a provider, providing 
shelter, providing safety, providing protection, providing this, providing that. So a masculine quality, let's go with the provider. Okay. And then there's the feminine. What is a feminine quality? You know, the thing that comes to my mind is nurturer. I'm about to nurture these cats out the front door. (laughs) This is what I'm going to (laughs) do. Gosh. Oh, man. I don't know if I'll re-record this or not, but probably not. I think I'll just use it for comic relief. Anyways, um, so we have the feminine and the masculine, the nurturer and the provider. Okay? It seems like those two would go very well together, right? Well... You know, the more and more I think about this, the more and more I realize that I myself am still a little confused on the whole masculine-feminine. Not really confused, but where the line is drawn, you know, because women can be providers. You know, women could provide nurture. Women could provide... um, you know, softness and um, now you're just getting into, you know, roles of different sexes. And see, this is where it gets a little confusing for me, at least, because I overthink everything. That is part of my survival mode. <laughs> I overthink and I try to uh, plan ahead. I try to uh spot red flags here and there and then act on them uh or not act on them um when i could foresee imminent danger in anything so my experience in survival mode in relationships um has been when I sense a danger um, that my partner uh, is losing interest, I will fight against my partner only because My trauma from the past is I have been cheated on and lied to and you you name it, and it's happened to me in a past relationship. So in my mind, I have this false narrative that women or people in general just can't be trusted fully. So... That is me living in a constant survival mode where I do not fully trust everyone, not even my partner in a relationship. 
And those thoughts are always there. And my spidey senses, quote unquote, are always activated. Just sensing, you know, different behaviors from my partner to maybe confirm in my mind this is why you don't trust people. So you have the false narrative and then you have the affirmation of that false narrative and then you have the behavior that goes along with it which is the fight, flight, or freeze in this survival mode. Can you imagine how exhausting it is to live every day in this mode in a survival of fight or flight or freeze? How exhausting it must be emotionally and mentally. And the sad part is, is most men are in this mode continuously because from my experience... You know, if you look at a man as a warrior, every day of his life is a battlefield. And he's fighting off, you know, every danger that he sees. So if a man is in this survival mode, you can almost guarantee and expect hardness, harshness, Maybe quietness, unresponsive, because there's a battle being fought. And with all the stuff going on in his mind, it's hard to organize a single thought to even talk about. And oftentimes, from my own experience, what I deal with or what happens with me being in survival mode is I get a backlash. I get a dual survival mode response. And what that creates is an even more heightened survival mode for myself. Which ultimately turns into a fight. Where I'm not choosing to fight for a relationship if that danger is in a relationship. I'm fighting against it because my survival mode is sensing my partner as a threat. And when you sense your partner as a threat, you're constantly living in survival mode. There's obviously no connection.
And ultimately what's going to happen is they're going to check out emotionally and mentally before they check out permanently. But see, I feel like the difference for a man is a man who has been raised, you know, by other men and have listened to, you know, things going on in society and has probably been raised and trained to think constantly in a survival mode. You know, when I was a child, I was always under the impression that I had to be more of a man than I was. I was I was a child. But I was always under the impression and under this guidance from the other men in my life when I was a child that I needed to toughen up. I needed to say less and do more. Or I was going to be worthless. So can you imagine a child growing up like that? A young man, a young boy growing up with this thought process. You imagine the the fights and the arguments that he would get in in school and the fights and the arguments that would continue on with every relationship he would have, the struggling with careers. And because there is this false narrative of a unattainable goal of being the provider for everyone around you and yourself. Can you imagine the failures that this man feels? Not being able to live up to expectations as a man and failing, feeling like a failure. Because while you're doing your best and busting your ass to provide this and provide that, whatever it is you're providing, somehow it's not enough. And your partner becomes a threat. And here you are stuck in this survival mode loop. So what can happen? What, how, how can men get out of this? It's not easy. And it's not a one-and-done 
from all my research and reading that I have done, different psychology articles and magazines that I've read, it's a lot. It's a lot to take on. But what has to happen is you have to somehow come to a self-awareness that you are stuck in your own survival mode. And you have to figure out what those false narratives are in your brain that are causing your continuous survival mode. And once you figure out those false narratives, those narratives need to be replaced with more realistic narratives and thought processes and mindsets that is what your narrative is in your mind that is your reality and oftentimes i know in my case i have had to shift my realities in my brain to something that is realistic so you have your false narratives And then you have your affirmation of those false narratives. So you have to change or stop affirming. Stop looking for things to affirm your false narratives that keep you in survival mode. And then, of course, becomes the behavior. But before the behavior changes, those narratives and the thought processes and mindsets And the affirmation of the false narratives need to change first. Because until you can change the way you think, you are not going to change your behavior. And once you can start aligning all those things, you will eventually come out of survival mode. And I want you to hear this, men. You cannot do this alone. You can't do it alone, and you're not alone. There's a lot of men out there, including myself, that struggle with daily survival mode, not feeling good enough for the ones you want to provide for. You're not alone, and you can't do this alone. You need accountability. That's one thing that men can do for other men is hold them accountable. So whether it's starting to see a therapist or getting in... uh, you know, touch with uh, maybe a men's group at a church or a pastor, uh, just something. Start somewhere. But it all has to start with you being self-aware enough that you are stuck in this survival mode, this endless cycle of just surviving, doing what it takes to survive. Be accountable. You can get through this. I can get through this. 
being stuck in this survival mode is not fun. It's exhausting. And not only do you suffer, everyone around you suffers. And if you're a partner out there that is that you know or have just realized that your partner is going through survival mode, I want you to analyze your own self and see if their survival responses are triggering your survival responses and you both are clashing. And if you're clashing constantly, you're both living in this survival mode and eventually everyone's going to check out. Maybe you've already checked out. But I will tell you that it's possible. And it's not, like I said before, it's not a one and done. It's not an overnight fix. It's a constant, continuous, daily affirmation of realistic narratives. Realistic thinking. To bring you to a point where you realize that everything you've thought was your enemy is not your enemy. Your partner, nine times out of ten, is not your enemy. You are creating them as your enemy. And that is no way to live a life where everyone around you is a threat and is your enemy. It's not realistic and it's painful for you and everyone around you. We all have needs. And until we get our mental and emotional needs met, our mental, emotional, and physical needs met, we're going to continuously be in this endless loop of survival mode. And it's okay to admit that you have needs especially if you're a man. What do you need? Well, I tell you from my experience as being a man, what, what I need is affirmation that I'm doing a good job providing what I do provide. I need 
softness and tenderness from my partner. I need the man in me to be nurtured, not only nurtured myself, but nurtured by my partner. And it's not about throwing around this word love. Love can mean many different things and still not be good for you. But pinpointing and knowing your own personal needs that will ultimately bring you to the true definition of what love is. And if you're in a relationship where you see faults in your partner or your partner sees faults in you, we're, we're all <laughs> flawed, okay? Um, and there's no one and done fix for any of us. But if you could relate even if you're a, if you're a man or a woman if you could relate to anything i just talked about about being in survival mode i want you to see that whether you're man or woman that you relate to your man or your woman in that aspect and when you can find that you relate to your partner. The walls start to come down. They are less of an enemy when you can relate to them. So there's a lot of a lot of facets that goes into this survival mode, you know. It's it's not just oh my god, there's danger. I need to fight it, run from it, or do nothing. You know, I mean, that is the basics of it, but psychologically when you're stuck in survival mode, everything around you is a threat. <laughs> okay, for example, for me, driving, man, I am on the defensive constantly when I'm driving. And, you know, I, I'm constantly looking for what others are doing that could potentially pose a threat to me. And it, man, I'm telling you, it's it creates moments of road rage where you just you're driving and for me like my driving really isn't affected uh, maybe a little bit <laughs> but it's more me mentally where i just get pissed off at other people for being a threat 
but are they really a threat? Maybe they're not. That's something I have to work on, huh? This is what I'm talking about, doing what I just did, questioning yourself, changing the narrative. Knowing your own needs that you need to feel, fill. That's a lot. This is why you can't do it by yourself. This is why we all need help. We all need accountability. You know, and, and another thing I wanted to say about survival mode is that we constantly run to what's comfortable. Because if anything challenges our comfort, you're immediately the enemy. If you're challenging the mental and emotional comfort of your partner by telling them your needs or expressing yourself to them, then... You're constantly on the defensive. And when you have two people constantly on the defensive with each other, you have a battle. And relationships are not battles. It's not a tug of war of who does this and who does that and who does more of this and who does more of that. No. Two people in survival mode is hell. Hell on each other, hell on themselves, and hell for everyone else around them. Well, I think that's all I have for this episode. I hope that you will uh, do some more research about survival mode and become self-aware and just question yourself and see if you fit any of this survival mode category, you know, especially in your relationship, in your career, in your personal life. Are you constantly in survival mode? Are you constantly seeing everything and everyone as a threat to your comfort? And just just as a warning when you want when you want to grow and get better you are going to be stepping outside of your comfort zone you're going to be stepping out of everything that you know about the world around you when you change your mindset you're going to be stepping out of your comfort zone and that is going to be emotionally and mentally challenging to you but you can do it. This is why you can't do it by yourself and this is why you need accountability. Two very important ingredients for self-growth. You need other people. We are not meant to be alone. 
and to go through things alone. All right. Well, that's the end of this episode on the Renaissance Podcast. I'm Jeremy Watkins. Thank you so much for listening. Be well. (laughs) 